Today's Plugged In podcast is sponsored by Volvo. Get ready to recharge this summer with Volvo's first pure electric SUV. The XC40 Recharge has no tailpipe emissions, yet delivers more than 400 horsepower and up to 335 kilometers on a single charge. And with integrated Google OS, stay connected on any journey, even without your phone. Enjoy an SUV designed for you and the world we share. Visit volvocars.ca to learn more. Welcome to the latest episode of Plugged In, a post-media podcast taking you down Canada's electric vehicle highway. I'm your host, Andrew McCready. If you haven't heard the news yet, there will be more than Canada flags flying next July 1st in Vancouver. Green, checkered, and hopefully not too many yellows will be unfurled during the inaugural Vancouver E-Prix, just announced as part of the 2021-22 ABB FIA Formula E schedule. We've known for a few weeks that the race weekend was going to happen, but now we know the dates, which will serve as a great kickoff to a West Coast summer. My guest today is one of the key players behind the effort to bring Formula E back to Canada and open wheel racing back to Vancouver's False Creek neighborhood. Anne Roy is a founding partner of the OSS Group, the promoter of the Vancouver E-Prix. Bonjour Anne, and thanks for coming on the show today. Bonjour, Andrew. It's nice to be here. I'm honored. Thank you for having me. So before we get to the big news about Formula E returning to Canada, can you tell my listeners a little bit about your long and storied career in motorsports? Okay, absolutely. I've been in motorsports for about 27 years. I think I'm the luckiest person in the world to get to do what I do and to have fun doing it and get paid doing it. I've had wonderful people that I've worked with over the years. I started out in Atlantic, in the Atlantic series, moved up to kart, champ car, IndyCar, and I also worked on the Formula E race in Montreal in 2017. Done a little bit of everything, so um, yeah, I'm ready, ready to go with this one. So this is a whole new one for you. This is Formula E, which, as I know, all my listeners know, is is a huge global motorsports series. It had been in Canada once in Montreal a few years ago, but the only time. And it kind of disappeared. And it was disappointing, I know, for race fans and fans of this series. So huge news. I know you and the group have been hard at work for quite a while about Formula E in Vancouver I mean, when did this begin for you? Can you explain, kind of take us through kind of the beginnings of this idea and how you've come about pulling it off? Absolutely, with pleasure. About two and a half years ago, Formula E approached us after they'd worked with us. They'd seen what Philip Smirnoff, our operations guy, and I had done for the Formula E race in Montreal. They loved our work. They also liked Matthew Carter's background as he is uh, he was big in F1 at that time. And they asked us if we would go knocking on some doors. They wanted to come back to Canada. And uh, it was either Toronto or Vancouver, and we chose Vancouver for all the obvious reasons. I mean, Vancouver's all about being green. It's obviously vying to be the greenest city in the world. In my mind, it is. <laughs> 
and I think in a lot of people's minds, and um, I'm hearing that there are more electric vehicles being sold out there in BC than anywhere else in Canada. So absolutely, we wanted to go knock on Vancouver's door, which we did two and a half years ago. It took a long time, but we're here. <laughs> it is a EV friendly place. Obviously, it's the city of Vancouver. Were they susceptible to the idea? I mean, was there immediate interest? There was. I think they wondered because we were not locals. And, and I'm being honest here, I'm very transparent. And I think some people thought that we wouldn't get to the finish line. But slowly and eventually, we met with all the stakeholders. We met with uh, some people at the city, some of the city staff. We met with some of the city councillors. And eventually, people saw that we'd done our homework. We had been working on this business model for two and a half years, and Formula E loved it and adopted it and wanted us to present it to Vancouver. So eventually, we convinced some people to come on board. And honestly, I mean, the, the counselors, Sarah Kirby Young and Michael Weeb were the first ones to want to submit the motion to council. And as we all know, the, the vote was almost unanimous for our event. So we were just all excited last April. So, and there's been a lot of work done since then. So, I mean, obviously it was a great event. I know the counselors, when I spoke to them on the eve of the vote, their feeling obviously was it's a great event. It kind of returns racing to False Creek, which has a huge history with the Vancouver Indy, which was, I think, one of the more successful Indy races on the calendar every year. I think upwards of 200,000 fans. So there's a great uh, audience for motorsport here. But also, I think coming out of the pandemic, they kind of saw this as, I mean, tourism obviously has been really hard hit here. And this is going to be a huge event next summer. It's going to be on Canada Day weekend, which is going to be wild. So much going to be going on downtown. So you know, it's a cliche, but it seems to tick a lot of boxes for next summer. It sure does. First of all, I'm going to talk about the fans in Vancouver because we know that out west there are a whole lot of fans. I remember when I was with IndyCar and we came to the Molson Indy in Vancouver and the event was sold out the whole time. I think I remember 68,000 fans showing up. This time it's going to be Formula E and we hope to have all these same fans and then some show up at our event. As far as, let's talk about COVID for a moment. Yeah, COVID took us back because the initial plan was to have the race in June, 2021. Obviously when COVID happened, I mean, it, it kind of threw a, a nail in our, in our tire and we thought, okay, are we gonna get there or what? But we hung in there and I have to say one thing, I have to recognize one person and that is our chairman, Eric Karub who comes from McLaren F1. He's based in Montreal and uh, believed in our project. And he's the one who stepped up. And he's been such a key member of OSS Group all along. He fought some of our battles <laughs> for us. And uh, so we're glad to have him. But yes, it is going to get the economy going in Vancouver. We've got all kinds of wonderful stuff planned. And as you know, we're not just bringing a Formula E race back to Vancouver. We're, we're, it's going to be a festival, a three-day festival. Right. So th this is something that I saw in the in the press release that the, the FIA had put out about the new calendar, about the race. And there were two names there. There was the Vancouver E-Prix and there was the Canadian E-Fest. So part and parcel are the same. So what, what, what are the two? What, what's the difference between the two? Okay. The Man Vancouver E-Prix is the race part of the event. That's going to happen on Saturday next year, July 2nd. 
the Canadian eFest is what en encompasses the whole event. So we're looking at a three-day event, Thursday and Friday business conference, a creative business conference, which is being organized by the folks at C2. And I don't know if you've heard of C2, but they are out of the box. They put together these conferences that are just unbelievable. And obviously the, the theme for the whole weekend, not only for the business conference, but for the whole weekend is gonna be all about sustainability, electric mobility. We wanna accelerate the change because you know, Formula E's mission is to accelerate the change, get people on board, get them to practice sustainability, get people to buy electric cars. We need to start taking better care of our planet, of our environment. And BC, the people in, in Vancouver, the people in British Columbia, they're all about the environment. So I, I kind of envision this almost like as a TED Talks kind of thing, like a, a bringing people from around the world that are experts in, in e-mobility and giving an audience a chance to kind of take it all in over a day. Heck yeah. If they call our conference, they call it TED Talks on steroids, <laughs> if that gives you an idea. So no, it's going to be pretty exciting. Actually, we're going, we're looking at, and you're the first person to know this right now, we're looking at a September 15 launch in person in Vancouver, COVID permitting. And at that time, we hope to announce our key uh, spokespeople at the business conference. We hope to announce the people at the concert because I haven't spoken about that yet. But aside from uh, the conference on Thursday, Friday, Friday afternoon, when the track goes hot, the Formula E cars will go out for shakedown they call it shakedown in formula e which is where they get out to uh, test the track we test the camera angles and i think around 2 30 in the afternoon we're planning a celebrity race lots of very well-known celebrities we're hoping that ryan reynolds michael buble sean mendez jason Priestley, all these people we're hoping they're going to show up and drive in the celebrity race <laughs> <laughs> and uh friday night we close off the uh business conference with an older demographic performer. We will hopefully name that on September 15. And Saturday is all about Formula E. So practice, qualifying, race, all in the same day, ending Saturday night and ending the whole festival with another concert. And this time, younger demographic a performer, something the likes of Shawn Mendes or something. The reason why we're doing this is to bring all the people together, not just race fans, not just the business community, but also the, the, the people who love culture and arts and music. We want to bring the whole community together. We want to make sure that we recognize the First Nations. We want to make sure that the children are involved. I don't know if you remember, but in 2017, I had brought in grid kids uh, to stand on the grid in front of the cars instead of grid girls. I, to me, that was important. Um, it went viral because it had never been done before. And we would like to repeat that in Vancouver. Yes, I remember well, because that was in Montreal. And I remember well, because, well, yes, my good friend at Nissan Canada, Didier Marsan, his son was one of them. And I think Didier's been to many events in his career. And I think he was, he was, uh, he was pretty emotional when he saw that. So yeah, that was a great touch. And, you know, I've been to a few races, uh, Formula E races, a couple in New York City, the one in Montreal, and I've also been to Formula One races. And what I can say about Formula E is it's it's such a family-friendly event. Formula is. One is a real, I mean, for want of a better word, elite event. Tickets are really expensive. 
obviously there are, you know, race fans that go every year, but it, it really is kind of at the higher end. Whereas Formula E pricing is such that, you know, a family of four can go to this thing. It's not loud, right? It's electric. So exactly. kids don't get their ears blown off. Mm-hmm. So what took me back was how family friendly it was and how great it was to see all these kids out there. And I mean, as you say, for them, the generation ahead, electric cars are a big deal. Absolutely. And, you know, we and speaking of children, we want to do something with the children in Science World. We're going to involve Science World because, as you know, Science World is going to be part of the uh, the uh, the event site. And also. The fact that the Formula E cars don't make a whole lot of noise, they have sort of a whistling noise. And I'm told it's even less loud than the SkyTrain in Vancouver. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a good way. I think, I think when I wrote about the first race, I saw it. I said it was like, uh, you know, 20, 20 angry SkyTrains racing around. So I think Vancouverites uh-huh. kind of know what that sound is. So I remember hearing music, watching a race and hearing music. Such a strange concept. But yeah, it's great. You know, one of the big issues when we approached the city was the residents. And I want to say something about the residents, the False Creek Residents Association. We met with two wonderful people, Patsy McMillan and Mick Slavecko. They got all their other residents on board. We've have we've had a few Zoom calls with them. And what we want to do is explained to them, and we have already, but all along the way, leading up to the event, we're going to make sure we take care of the residents and that they know what's coming, that if there's any problem, we're going to deal with it. Come uh, event time, there will be uh, a line 24-7 where if there's a problem with a resident, they'll be able to call and we will handle it. We will take care of the residents. Something that people know about me, and I know my, my partners laugh, Every time I say this, but I want to say it, this is who I am. Uh, in my world, whether it's racing or anything else, it, it's got to be about the people. we got to take care of the people and the rest will follow. And residents, I am definitely, I'm giving my word and I've promised them they know we will take care of them. We'll make sure they're well taken care of. Of course, the fact that there's less noise helps. But one of the one of the towers will be impacted uh, in the uh, one of the parking entrances. But we've we've already found a solution for that, and they're all on board. So we will take care of the residents. We're going to take care of the fans. Hopefully, everybody will come. And as you said, it is a family oriented because there's no noise because of the sustainability. There's going to be the e village is going to have all these exhibits for the kids to have fun. And they'll be able to visit Science World while they're at it, free of charge. So we've we've got something planned for everybody. Yeah, I had uh, James Barkley from the uh, Jaguar Formula E team on a few episodes ago. And they couldn't acknowledge that Vancouver was being talked about simply because it hadn't been officially um, announced yet. But, I mean, off the record, he told me they his team was so excited to come to Vancouver and back to Canada. So, I mean, it sounds like this could be the beginning of a a long run of races here. Well, we're hoping we've got a five-year contract and what we want to do, like Matthew Carter, our president always says, we want this to be a marquee event and last forever and ever for years to come. We want this to be the event that's going to kick off summer in Vancouver. And and it seems we've got a bit of an insider as uh, uh, the new CEO of Formula E, James Regal is a, is a Canadian. So uh, I'm sure he'll be, he'll be delighted that this is happening. 
you know, Vancouver is his home city. He has a place in Whistler. He goes, he goes skiing there all the time. He loves. So, yes, absolutely. He's definitely going to be at the event, hopefully at the launch on September 15th. And I don't know if I told you, but uh, we will have a very well-known driver who will be our ambassador in Europe, and he will be at the launch. I spoke to him this week. And uh, he will be at the launch on September 15th. So we've got all kinds of things planned in the upcoming year. So I know your group very well. I've known you a number of years. Actually, you and I have been talking about this for a couple of years. And I was beholden to keep secret. And of course, I did. (laughs) You know, you you guys don't seem to want to stand still. You're always moving, thinking. I mean, are you looking at other Canadian cities? um, Or is it just kind of like too much right now? Let's get Vancouver going and up and running and then think about that. You know, in a world championship, and this is a world, a global world championship here, usually the rule is one country, one city. Obviously, Canada is a big country. Right now, we're on the West Coast. Who knows if there will be one on the East Coast? But as far as I know, and honestly, I'm being transparent, Vancouver is the only city in Canada that will represent Formula E right now for the next, yep, for the next years. (laughs) Well, as Vancouverites, to get one up on Toronto and Montreal, they always feel good about that. So I'm sure that will go over well here. Maybe not so much there, but they have, you know, Montreal has Formula One and Toronto has Indy. So I think it's fitting that that we have Formula E out here. And just so you know, I mean, I was up late last night because the phones were ringing when the announce came out yesterday. And a lot of, I was checking social media, the Formula E drivers, they are so excited to come to uh, Vancouver a lot of them have never been. They've been to Canada, but they've never been to, to Vancouver. So they're just dying to come visit, even as a tourist, not just as a driver. So there's so much excitement out there. I know they're in New York this weekend, but um, they, uh, they're they looking forward to being in Vancouver. And just so you know, we're uh, OSS. Uh, my OSS partners, Matthew and Phil and I, are going to be in Vancouver next week. We are, we need to open up our offices, start hiring some local staff. And um, also someone asked me to mention volunteers. Yes, we're going to need volunteers and we will when the website goes live um, in on September 15, when our real website goes live, there will be a, a button that they can click to um, submit their, uh, their name as volunteer. Right now, what we're asking people to do is to just register on CanadianEFest.com. Okay, that was going to be my last question of you, is if, if listeners out there want to learn more about the race or, or get involved at some level, that's the way to do it, is it, through that website? That's the way to do it. They just leave us their name and, and uh, contact info, their email, and if they have any questions, we will get back to them. And you, you know me well enough, Andrew. I never wait more than 24 hours before I get back to people. To me, it's taking it, it, it's all about taking care of the people. I can vouch for that, Anne. And then also for the for the for the seminars, for the for the for the talks, is that a way people I mean, I'm sure there's people here involved in businesses. Um, you know, we've got a big fuel cell um, industry out here. I mean, is that how they would get involved or how could they be maybe about the uh, the talk that's going to go on? How would they uh, contact you guys? Same way. Um, same way, or they can either, I think they can probably contact me. Why don't I give you my, my direct email for these people? It's aroy at ossgroup.org. Okay. It's and as, as simple as that. And absolutely, whoever needs whatever, we will get back to them. Okay. And the last thing again, what is the website? 
Canadian EFES, www.canadianefest, all one word, canadianefest.com. That's Anne Roy, a founding partner of the OSS Group. And I have to say, between the two of us, a diehard Habs fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry they lost out, but hey, they, they had a good run. They did. Thanks, Anne. They made me proud. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> As I mentioned during my talk with Anne, I've known about the OSS Group's efforts to bring Formula E to Vancouver for a couple of years, but I still can't really believe they pulled it off. Not because it doesn't make sense. An electric, open-wheel race is a perfect fit for Vancouver. What with its long history of IndyCar events and, as Anne mentioned, its heightened sense of sustainability. What led to my skepticism was the nimbyism that eventually killed off the Molson Indy. Loud cars in a downtown core just weren't going over well, and once Indy left town in 2004, I figured I'd never see a day when hot shoes were going wheel-to-wheel on my hometown streets. But then along came Formula E, with quiet cars and a vision of staging world-class racing events in world-class cities. Kudos to Vancouver City Council for embracing this idea, which also makes economic sense, as figures like 3,000 jobs and $80 million in economic activity are being mentioned. It should be a great race weekend. That's it for this episode. Much thanks to my guest, Anne Roy, producer extraordinaire, Dar McWana, and you for joining me on another electrifying journey down the EV highway. We always welcome your comments and criticisms via email at pluggedinpostmedia.com. For your dose of all things automotive, be sure to check out driving.ca, where you'll find the best in breaking news, videos, and reviews. Check out the site's comparison tool for head-to-head shopping, and sign up for the Blind Spot newsletter, delivered to your inbox every Saturday morning and featuring a roundup of the past week's most important and most entertaining automotive news. And finally, be sure to subscribe to Plugged In wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. That way you'll never miss an episode, and you'll also be able to listen to all the episodes from seasons 1, 2, and 3.